27. 27. Unmarried. Um, educated. And like independent, basically. They're yeah. called leftover women. In this episode, we will be sharing our thoughts and experiences on being an Asian woman in the workforce. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy. Basically, March 8th is International Women's Day. And so with that, we wanted to talk about something sort of related to being women, but also related to being Asian. And the one thing we hadn't really touched upon in the last season was kind of what it means to be Asian in the workplace. And I think that's equally true for like being women ourselves, because we're three women, Um, but also like having that Asian aspect to it too, because I think there are some stereotypes that we've always faced. So yeah, let's get right to it. Um, So firstly, I want to go back to kind of pre-employment. So in terms of when you were at school or at university or just before or like doing placement and things, um, did you ever feel like you had to go into a certain job, whether it was like pressures from your parents or just things that you saw growing up or trends? Um, Did you ever feel like you had to do, not had to do, but like you should do, that there was like a certain expectation to do something because you were Asian or because you were an Asian female, for example? I think for me, it was more... It was not more so much of being a female, I think. It was more of being Asian. So, like, my family would kind of push me towards more, like, Asian subjects. And they were always just, you know, those very difficult, difficult subjects. So, I think, to be fair, my my dad's always, always like, I just want to be a doctor, be a doctor. Little does he know, when I went to, you know, parents' evenings, every time I did science, I was like, Dad, I'm scared of blood. I can't do it. I can't be a doctor, Dad. <laughs> I can try, but people might die. Um, you put Asian subjects <laughs> in, like, quotation marks, quote-unquote, but um, what what would be for the listeners? Like, what would be I think it's just, like, this typical, like, accountants, doctors, engineers, basically mm-hmm. those high-paying jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and to be perfectly honest they didn't like force me they didn't tell me you know you have to do this subject it was kind of like I felt like I was expected to do those so I just did them and you know that stereotype of like agents being good at maths I actually just enjoyed maths I quite like doing maths I was I like solving problems very difficult problems etc and then I felt like I was doing a disservice if I didn't carry on Hmm. so it came to like a level which is i don't know what the american equivalent is what's that high school yeah high school um so i did maths then i did economics and when i went to university my brother was like do accountancy like he did and i was like Mm -hmm. "Mm, nah (laughs) so i did economics instead which is like 10 times harder but um I don't, I don't feel like I felt the pressure of the gender stereotypes, but more so the Asian stereotype, I think. But 
but then again if I thought like I wouldn't want to be an engineer because then I'd feel like I'd be too overwhelmed with the the scale of guys there would be there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah that's my opinion on it or upbringing with it how about you guys mm. I feel like I didn't have any um pressures on like the type of field like what type of field to go into but I just had like they expected me to definitely have a job right out of college and I feel like that was the expectation because I was in Japan um looking for a job you know while I was in college like my senior year um and also for my parents I feel like there's there's like a in Japan there's like a period of time you know like a set period of time in your, I think like your senior year or your junior year of college where it's called shukatsu, where you literally just like spend like months like looking for jobs and it's like engraved into the curriculum kind of into the college curriculum like and I I think in Japan because I was in Japan we know during that time everybody was you know looking for a job their senior year I was like oh my gosh I have to you know I can't just graduate without a job offer you know and I I think my growing up like my parents growing up in Japan I think they also expected that expected that from me um so I didn't really have time to kind of like settle down after I graduated from college and like figure out what I wanted to do I like just jumped straight into like working after college like I had maybe like a month or two after I graduated college like I already had an offer before I graduated which was nice I think the pressure was it it did me like I think I mean yeah because it was good because I had a job right out of college but it also didn't give me time to think exactly what I wanted to do but yeah in terms of like fields I feel like they my my parents are just really happy that I had a job (laughs) they they didn't have to worry about it (laughs) did they ever like encourage you to go to certain subjects Mm, maybe if I because I was also really interested in like math and science (laughs) like you (laughs) (laughs) um not to follow the stereotype here but I feel like maybe if I wasn't they would kind of they probably wouldn't push it but they'd be like hey what about these subjects maybe you should because I feel like those are the more like more stable more higher income types of position uh jobs Mm -hmm. so maybe they would have but I just really like those subjects anyways in the beginning. (laughs) I see. Well, like, for me, um, we've talked about this before, but I am not, like, scientific or mathematical in any way. I feel like I've got, like, numerical dyslexia. Like, I just don't (laughs) understand anything. But um, definitely, you know, another kind of quote-unquote, like, Asian maybe it's not Asian no I think it is Asian actually it's like being a lawyer like it's either a doctor or a lawyer usually because they're like the kind of like highest paid highest rank in a way just like the most respectable I mean we say respectable that's anyway well, well that's another topic altogether but um 
yeah, so I think because I was interested in social sciences, like, especially my dad hoped that I would go into law and like become a lawyer. And I think he gave that up when I said I didn't want to. <laughs> but, um, but I think for both of them, actually, especially for my dad, he because I did international relations as a major in, at university, and he didn't like that because he wanted, he was like, you have to do something um, like, what do you call it? Like concrete, like something that people understand when you say what you're doing, like, you know, <laughs> maths or like business yeah. or economics or like law or history. Those are things yeah. that like in his mind, like if you say it to anyone, like they mm. would understand what you're doing. But if you say like international relations, it just sounds very wishy-washy. Mm. And so he was like, that's not going to get you anywhere. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh well, <laughs> it got me somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was like a little bit of that. But um, yeah, I don't feel like I had to go into any certain job because I'm not a lawyer. I'm not any mm. of that. But um, I think there was some a little bit of like a I hope you do this or like I hope you get into that kind of mm. um thing but like it's really interesting because I didn't I just realized that like you Asaki found work in Japan and Lynn's obviously in London like I feel like the stereotypes or the different kind of expectations on the types of jobs are different whether you're like in an Asian country because <laughs> mm -hmm. like if you're in an Asian country not everyone is expected to be a doctor or a lawyer right but like right. if you're in if you're in like the west or like abroad like there's an Asian stereotype of you to be a doctor or an accountant mm -hmm. or a lawyer or whatever yeah I thought that was quite kind of interesting like Asaki like what do you think in Japan are kind of what is considered like a respectable job or like what people want to do the most in what Japan yeah or like in your because I didn't do that shukatsu the like job finding thing so I, right. I don't I don't really know and I don't really care <laughs> right right I feel I mean obviously like doctors are like very respected in like anywhere I feel like but I mean, at least our year, my like grade, I feel like a lot of people were interested in going into like consulting mm -hmm. because it you can use consulting in like any type of industry, at least in Japan. Like you mm -hmm. can go, you can use that consulting um, skills anywhere you go and I think that's why everybody wanted to go into that because they didn't really know what exactly they wanted to do but they knew that having that mm. type of skill like going into that job type would help them have like a bigger range of options going forward instead of like locked down in one little air area mm. or like do you find to like kind of reword the question for both of you like do you find that within your family or like your extended family that 
there's like a different respect level because of what one person does for their job or because they're a man doing that job or because they're a woman doing that job like do you find that because you guys have well like you guys have siblings and you got like you have or like including extended family like in like a family reunion or something do you find that like people that yeah I think it's like I don't know if it's an Asian thing maybe it is but like Asian parents just like gossiping about like whose kids doing better (laughs) <laughs> like top trumps with your kids yeah. kind of and thing. bragging like about bragging your rights. kids yeah, like, yeah the thing the thing is obviously the you know your parents want to want you to go to university and study and get a good job but you know for yourself and for them but it's also for, to tell other people mm-hmm. like um yeah. my parents don't even know what I do but they brag it up so much I'm like I didn't even know I did that <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing and, like, I actually specifically did not tell my parents my salary because I know they're just going to tell other people. Yeah. And and it might just cause problems or issues. I don't really know. I'm just going to avoided it as much as I can. But I feel yeah. like, like, you would hear my mum would be like, oh, did you hear blah, blah, blah's kid went to university and didn't even get a job, still unemployed, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Like, for me, it's just like, I don't really care (laughs) it's kind of like life right but um I don't know if it comes with like you know the sacrifice they like they had coming over here so you know you'd want all of your offsprings to have the opportunities they didn't Mm -hmm. um so with that bragging rights it's kind of like I guess it's for them to show off and I it makes sense to me to be fair but yeah I don't know I I do uh, yeah they're very judgmental, long story short. Even with my, like, I'm even comparing myself to my siblings. They would do that too. I'm like, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Do you find that, um, do you find that, like, within Asian cultures that um, women in jobs, women in employment and or women who have children and are married, like, what, what are the bragging rights there, do you think? In terms of, like, I... If I was to speak to my grandma, for example, like she would probably va- not values, maybe not the right word, but she would probably be more proud of the fact that a cousin got married and had a child at 26 mm. rather than um, like another cousin who's over 30 unmarried yeah. and had a job, you know. That's really mm-hmm. interesting. That's, this is actually one of the topics that I've been kind of like looking into. Uh, quite mm-hmm. recently and um I think I watched like this little mini documentary thing about uh the gender pay gap and it was actually mm-hmm. the distinction between um like women who decide to have kids as opposed to women that don't is the pay gap between those two because obviously comparing like you get like you said now someone that's 26 with kids and is married as opposed to someone that's like 30 with a career but like has no family um the obligation to work is completely different right Mm -hmm. i think that's why part-timers usually are like mothers or like returning mothers etc um 
And I know, like, you know, back in the day, like, my mum has always just been a mother, basically. She worked a little bit until she got married and had kids, and that's what she's been doing pretty much her whole life. And it's pretty much the same across all of her friends, really. And, um, and like, with modern society now, I think where women are encouraged to, you know, go to university, get educated, have a career for themselves, like a professional career, um... Like, we're all, like, in our, what, mid, coming up to painfully late 20s. (laughs) We're in that bucket now where, you know, we're not the same situation where our mothers were, you know, back in their day. Um, Yeah, we would have already had, like, two children. Yeah, my mum was popping up kids. Like, she had her first kid when she was 19. And I remember I turned 19, and I was like, Mum, what do you do if I got pregnant? She's like, you are not doing such thing and I was actually surprised that she said that because it's like I don't know if it's because she wants me to do more for myself and not get pregnant and all that stuff or I'm too young and stuff like that she did out of maybe like obligation because you know they didn't I think back I think even now I think you need to pay to go to school in Vietnam so you know she had no choice other than to be a mother whereas we have the choice to do that right we have the choice to get married young and have kids or go to university or a combination of both. We have like three options basically to, to work full time, part time, or just be a mother and not work. And um, whereas back in my mum's day it was kind of, you have to be a mother basically. Um, mm. So yeah, that's my, I've been looking into it. The topic is actually quite interesting, but I would I would actually like to hear you guys' opinion. I should just let you guys speak first if I say something. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> I I heard that. I mean, okay, so this is like the worst way to start a sentence. Like I heard that because it's probably like wrong. <laughs> <'cause> it's like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, someone who used to live in the Philippines <clears throat> was saying how it's kind of like a norm, like a social norm or slash social expectation in the Philippines that once a woman turns 35, she has to quit her job. Mm. And then because she quits her job, but she needs to have an income, like they set up shop somewhere, like their own shop, like a stall or a stand, Mm. like somewhere. And that's how they get their income. But I was really surprised. I was, I mean, that, that to me, is just like unimaginable because that's like me and x amount of years yeah just say x and it's just like <laughs> I'm comfortable with x amount of years <laughs> and it's just like oh to to kind of have an expectation that you have to quit a job at a certain age mm-hmm. that's like before 65 mm-hmm. is yeah it, it was kind of surprising and i guess it's the combination of being i mean it's not really a combination but it's just being what it means to be a woman in especially certain Asian cultures I thought that was quite interesting I mean we'll get into more like the pay the actual pay gap and um the actual workplace in a bit in like a little bit later on but yeah that's something that I learned or like was kind of surprised about but it might be wrong so (laughs) please correct me because I mean it it was like a apparently <laughs> what was your opinion on the whole um when uh, i heard that huh wait what no as in like the question you actually asked us 
Oh, but I well, I kind of said like, um, you know, I think it's in- becoming increasingly less so because there's just more pe- more women going into the workforce these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But especially for like the older generation, um, that they expect. Yeah, there's definitely. I think there's still a, definitely an expectation of women quitting a job at some point to. Yeah start a family like it's not it's either or it's not both yeah I think and obviously the sooner you do it it means the more children you can have or like the, the larger the family or it it shows that you're settled down I think mm-hmm. maybe that's the thing is that it's it's not at least in like Japan still you're not considered settled down unless you, unless have, a family. you have a family yeah yeah which is like, I mean, I think Lynn also researched this topic in, uh, uh, oh, I think it was in up. China. Mm. Yeah, but it's like, you know, people see you in different ways, maybe if you're like over 35 and you're still, yeah, like, you don't have, like, you might have a partner, but you might not be married. And it's like, when are you going to get married? Or like, yeah. you might be married, it's but a you don't have children. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, when yeah. are you going to have children? And it's like... Yeah unless you have this perfect picture of a family with like children and yeah. you have a house and you have a car, it's like, um, yeah, very, you're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like, I mean, without getting into too much detail, but my own family, but <laughs> I have like cousins on both sides. Right. Or like, yeah. yeah anyway. And like, um, one family, they're, like their siblings and they both started their families quite young so like mm-hmm. um one of them got married at 24 and the other got married at 26 I think and like they both have children and like so they're like a family and they they're like for my grandma I think they were like her pride and joy because they yeah. would bring like because when they came home she would be able to have like play with the grandchildren Grand- or like yeah. great-grandchildren even and like but then the other like family like they're over 30 now and mm-hmm. one of them just got married and the other one isn't married and like for my mm-hmm. grandma like she was like when when yeah, yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> and yeah and like it was just this constant question and I was like but they have jobs and they're happy and they're like yeah. living they're their lives successful in their own way yeah so it's just yeah. it's it's interesting I think yeah do you think um do you think men are asked the question when are you going to get married when are you looking to have kids as often as women in Asia in like in general or just in general no and in Asia <laughs> I think in general, no. Probably not as much. Mm. But I think, I'm not sure, but I think it might have to do with the the biological clock, you know, (laughs) of like when you pass a certain age, then it's like, oh, it's harder to have children. Yeah. Whereas men can have children at any age. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's true. And so, but yeah, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like that thing that like if you're a man 
who hasn't settled down and you're like consider then they're considered like adventurous or like yeah. independent or like you mm. know slightly wild whereas if you're a woman <laughs> who's ex- exactly the same age and single the same or whatever it's thing. like yeah. you're like oh she's a bit maybe weird or like there's something wrong that's the thing yeah. with the, the post that I did right the leftover women oh has it yeah. been, has it been released yet no <laughs> maybe after this post we will <laughs> we'll slot it in or just stay tuned mm. um that one was like if she's unmarried by 27 and i was like damn oh damn yeah 20 27 27 unmarried um educated and like independent basically they were leftover women yeah and i was sitting there i was like how dare they yeah (laughs) Because, like, I just only turned 27 and I'm educated. I would say I'm also independent. (laughs) So if I was in China, well, maybe I am a leftover woman. That's so sad to say. Mm. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's insane because, you know, you said 35 and I was like, okay, cool. I I think it's because I I feel like for me that's, like, a while away. But right. even if it is a while away, like, why is there... I think, like, again, it's, like, the whole a, biological like, uh, clock, right? Because I remember my sister-in-law, um, when she was pregnant with my first niece, she told me she was, like, a geriatric pregnancy. I was like, wait a goddamn minute. What age does that start? <laughs> <laughs> and they start that, I think, at, like... I could be wrong, but I think it's 35. They start to call it, like, a geriatric pregnancy and there's certain mm. things like health wise you can and you can't have to, do yeah. yeah and I was like I did not know any of this yeah yeah and there's um, like a yeah. higher chance of the baby like yeah. being unhealthy yeah mm-hmm. but I mean but that's ju- that is changing in general though I think because mm-hmm. so many women are having babies later now that it's like evolutionarily changing yeah Mm. like again this might be a lie but my mom (laughs) like my mom had me when she was like 38 39 Mm. and I was her like fourth kid yeah my mom had me when she was 35 and I was her first kid yeah and only kid but like so I mean it's like it's you can do it (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are people who who are in their forties and have children. Yeah, true. So, but um, yeah, I think that's really interesting. We can go a little bit more into that when we talk about like actual in the workplace because I think, yeah, it it connects to that. But just really quickly, kind of one more like discussion topic about like when when choosing your employment. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you ever have your like? life planned out like retrospectively or just in terms of like this is what I want to do so these are the things that I'm going to do to to get it because I feel like um a lot of like one of the Asian stereotypes is they know exactly what it is that they want to do and so they know like they have their life planned out like it's yeah if you watch like films it's like oh you have to go into this certain university so that you can get this job or like you go into 
a certain like even middle school or high school even like your parents just like lay it out for you yeah um yeah did you ever have your life planned out like voluntarily or <laughs> because you knew what you wanted to do or and how like and I... how like how did it affect like you finding your current job I definitely had more of a solid plan when I was younger, but the closer I got to the age, I'm like, Ooh, that's not what I want. You know, like I'm realizing those are oh, not what the did you want that... to do? No, just like, you know, like just like a life plan, like, Oh, at around this age, I'm going to have a job. I'm going to have like a house. But that was when I was like in, in like high school or middle school. I don't know. But then the older I got, I'm realizing those aren't the things that I want. Those are the things that like the society kind of puts you mm-hmm. in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, like now, like I don't even, you know, like all these like getting married, having kids, like all those things were kind of like, yeah, I want that, you know, when I was younger. But now I'm like questioning everything and I don't have a plan anymore. But, you know, the closer I get to the age, the less um, certain certain I am. I don't know for me. I think, trying to think, because I've always like been focused on school anyways. Mm-hmm. But I never like doubted. Like, I, w- I would want, like, a husband and have kids and stuff. I-, I don't think I actually had a plan, though. I think I was just winging life. I think my, I grandpa- think. my grandma kind of had it for me. Had a plan for you. She has a plan it's like, for like, has me. a five-year she's plan just, for like, each waiting. of her grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm not up to her plan, she's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I, uh, my grandparents went around, so I've always just had my parents to kind of do that and I've got older brothers as well so I I don't think anyone was telling me oh yeah by blah 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 age you're gonna have kids and stuff like that like it wasn't really in my head Mm -hmm. um but I feel like knowing your parents like when your parents were having kids or your grandparents having kids those kind of get in your head kind of obviously they don't determine your life yeah. But it makes you think like, oh, this is when, you know, when they were getting married and they were having kids. Just like what we were saying mm, before. That's interesting. I think for, for my plan at the moment, though, I think when I finished university, I was, I was definitely like, actually, even during university, I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to, I was really focused on my career, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I mm. didn't really focus it on like, a family or kids and I think when I hit I don't know I think it hit like me mid last year or something or end of last year I was like I kind of need to think about it now I think (laughs) because you know I'm like you know I've I've recently um, bought a property so now I'm thinking "Hmm, how am I gonna fill it up (laughs) my watch sorry my watch started talking to me um Need to fill up that apartment. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to now figure out like what is the next plan. Like, I've bought, I've done that now. 
I've been there, done that. Been there, Next. done that. I think my body is finally telling me, like, <laughs> I think it's time. Um, but mm. it was actually quite funny because in my past relationship, I definitely was kind of like, I don't really want to have kids or get married. I was definitely more focused mm-hmm. on enjoying life and stuff. And now I'm in a different relationship. I'm like, I think I'm ready. <laughs> I think I'm ready now, kind of thing. So it, I think it changes with your yeah. life and also maybe your partner as well, like, yeah, kind of thing. So, because I had like, yeah. I remember I used to work with um, one of my colleagues and he was, I think he was like 20 years older than us. And he already told me, him and his wife, had already said from the start they didn't want to have kids at all like they would mm. happily just be married and and um not have kids at all and then I think they got into their eighth year and I was like do you know what should we just have a crack at it and they got two kids <laughs> so I think it just changes mm. even if you, you 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 set your heart on one thing it could change quite drastically yeah do you feel like you plan more of your career life or your personal life more because I definitely don't plan my personal life at all like I don't just like you know try to think you know in how many years I want to have a house I want to be married like I don't think about that kind of stuff but I definitely do or try to for a career for I think career it's life. easier <clears throat> to plan your career than it That's is your true. personal life because that is true personal life just depends on so many different factors like yeah and you can't really plan that yeah (laughs) there are so many unexpected things um and so yeah I think career-wise is it's easier and more comfortable because also also because like you don't care about it as much in a way so like you can plan it and if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out right and it's like okay plan b whereas like personal life you probably care about it more so if you plan it and it doesn't work out, then it hits you harder. (laughs) I've I've started to recently kind of have goals and plans for my personal life kind of thing. Mm. Um, So like I do things in a certain way, structuredly, like I would do with work, like certain time I'll do this, certain time I'll do that, etc. And I kind of like check in every week to see how it's going. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting though, because it's it feels like I just don't switch off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm like, like working, doing that, and then after <coughs> after work, I'm still doing it, but on a personal level. Personal, yeah. Is it is is that, yeah. is exhausting? But I feel like the days where I just like don't follow my plan, I feel like I'm just lost. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. Like because it's so uncomfortable. It feels like you just like work your first day at work. You're like mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I have like I have like in my personal life there are things that I want to do for sure like you know like whether it's getting married or having kids like I do want that at some point yeah. but I can't those are things that I can't say like oh now or like yeah also with kids it's terrifying because it's so permanent like like, like once you have yeah. them I can't I I mean yeah I don't want to get rid of them you can't if un- I do um, that <laughs> um, yeah I mean like that that would be a very very irresponsible thing to do and so yeah like it's not like a plant yeah you know where you can sell it <laughs> I feel like, sell it um, um but yeah so that terrifies me but 
It's actually quite interesting that you say that because I'm just thinking, let's say, like, as for work, let's say you want a promotion, right? Mm-hmm. You'll kind of look at, like, certain things to get that promotion, like certain goals, yes, certain skill sets, etc. To get it, yeah. So let's say you say you want to get married. Is that Why is that different to to get a promotion? Like well, I mean, like, there are definitely depth. people who do that, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who, like, plan their life so that they... Can get married by can get certain yeah, age, a, yeah a certain age and stuff. It's just yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't care about like yeah. I I maybe I don't care about <laughs> my job <laughs> as much. It's like when you because when you have like steps and sometimes you forget a step or even if you do the step but you don't get the promotion like that that happens too right but yeah. Mm-hmm it's less disappointing it's less like I can cope with that whereas if you have everything like kind of going for that those steps towards marriage or towards getting a house or towards anything and it doesn't happen it's I don't know I'd rather just go with the flow then (laughs) (laughs) this is another therapy session (laughs) but yeah I don't know I think I don't know I I like I like my personal life being a lot freer than my career and not having to think about like yeah next year I'm going to be doing this or this year by the end of this year I want this like yeah I like that it's flexible and free personally but um okay let's go on to the workplace like in terms of employment all three of us are women and we are also Asian women. Mm-hmm. So we have, or we face, um, and also I think all three of us work in <coughs> international companies. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah. Um, so as a woman, you have the glass ceiling. Of the, mm-hmm. And as an Asian, you have the bamboo ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um what do you think about that? Do you feel like you face either ceilings? Do you, is the ceiling <laughs> lowered for you? Does it, it seem there? really low? <laughs> um, but do you feel like you have to work harder for certain mm-hmm. things um, because of a certain, because you're either a woman or because either you are mm-hmm. Asian and that there's a certain perception of you? Should I go for it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, last ceiling. I just started, I like, I just started working at a company with, like, a bunch of, like, before, I used to work at a Japanese company, so it was just all Japanese, so I didn't really have that struggle of, like, you know, bamboo ceiling, because we were all Japanese. But now I'm working with, you know, at an uh, at another, you know, HR company that's more international. So it's like, it's not just Japanese. It's, you know, other races as well. But because I work in the HR industry, I feel like there's not that much of a glass ceiling because the industry itself is already like women, like I feel like it's like half and half to 
more of like woman dominated field. I would say from my experience, I don't have that glass ceiling issue. But ever since I started working at this company, even though it's a Japanese um, subsidiary company, the the location that I work at, like there's not that many Japanese people there. There's not that many Asian people, I guess. And especially the team that I work with, they're all white. <laughs> I think it's just like little commentaries that are like, like questionable. Like it doesn't make my day hard. It doesn't make like my, my job harder or anything, but it's those little commentary, like comments that I get every once in a while that I definitely wouldn't get if I were white in this company. And I didn't get that when I was working at the, the previous company because, you know, they're all Asian, but I see it now working in a, an American company as mm -hmm. an Asian person. I think it's like one of the questions, like why I asked is because the company that I work at um, is very conscious of like equal, like diversity because that's what, we're in that field of like sustainability and CSR and things. So obviously the company has to be very aware of it, but sometimes I feel like they're kind of hyper aware of it, like mm -hmm. very, um, they're I mean, which is a good thing, but mm -hmm. you can see that the white people are trying really hard to be mm -hmm. like the white men are like trying to be really like trying really hard to, be as inclusive and like really using the words like diversity and yeah APAC and like yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot and it just kind of that it's great you know that they're aware of it and that they talk openly about it but at the same time it kind of <laughs> makes you feel a little bit singled out even more you know yeah. it's like because it's you, they're so like <laughs> I don't it's difficult well I to think explain, they're aware you know? they're aware that they're white so they're like overcompensating the yeah, way they maybe. talk yeah. Yeah, yeah but then it kind of singles you out even more yeah. because they're like saying APJ region APAC region yeah and it's like how, they wouldn't talk like that if they were yeah and it's yeah. like well why can't you just say like us <laughs> you know because <Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah I mean that I, I find that kind of interesting I'm we're, it's quite rare I think in especially in Japan like our, our office is really small but we have so many more women than men in the office mm -hmm. there's only like three men four men I think mm -hmm. and we're 18 people so yeah it's 14 women so it's kind of yeah for me it's also lot, the same yeah. like it's not necessarily the same and I'm also in Japan so I don't really feel that there are any like comments either but mm -hmm. my previous job was in academia and that was like heavily male dominated mm -hmm. and just like very I mean it was in Japan again so I didn't have the bamboo ceiling or anything like that but it was really like you're a woman mm -hmm. you're younger yeah um you don't have a PhD so you do what I say kind of yeah yeah and like that was really difficult yeah I had that in my previous job too 
because mm. I think in in, Jap- in like a Japanese society, obviously, you know, the patriarchy. So if I'm a woman trying to talk to one of our clients, I have to be, I have to have more knowledge than my male counterparts or else they're just going to think I'm stupid. Like my manager actually told me that I'd have to like have everything prepared or else they're not going to take me seriously because I'm a young woman. But the thing is, like, even if you are qualified, even if you have the qualifications, just it's, it's sometimes it's just because you're younger than them. Yeah. Like, you could be, you could have exactly the same qualifications and have better knowledge of something than them. But because they see you as, like, young and inexperienced, mm-hmm. it's, like, automatically they're better or, like, they know more or they have, like, yeah. the right to, like, boss you around. Yeah. 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 yeah, I see that too. But um, you touched upon it, and I think we can like expand on that. But and I know I think Lynn experienced quite a bit of this as well, especially like during COVID was like, um, or before it, like were there or are there still like any moments that made you feel uncomfortable because of your race slash gender in the office? Um, I can't, the thing is, it's kind of changed quite a bit since our last conversation because I was in the office, right? Mm. So, you know, that small talk, chit chat, it kind of happened a lot more often. Whereas because I've been working from home since like 2020 March, you don't really have space for that kind of like conversation anymore. Yeah. So I can't say it's stopped. It's just uh, they don't, I don't have opportunities for that to happen as often yeah. anymore. I think. Um, so yeah, basically, no change from that last conversation for me. To be perfectly honest, um, I wouldn't have said it changed. At most, I think the only like kind of quotation marks discrimination that I would I would say I'd face is my age. Again, like you guys mm. commented, like I'm around the same age as as the grads and on my team especially like the ages above me is like 42 so I'm all I'm like always the youngest on the team especially mm-hmm. my department kind of thing where if I do suggest like a a suggestion or a comment on something it's always kind of overlooked or like questioned a lot more than mm-hmm my other colleagues who I know for sure I have a lot more like experience or skill set in that but mine would always be like overly criticized kind of thing I'm trying not to get a ticket to heart and stuff like that I'm like it's whatever Mm -hmm. kind of thing but then they would also pinpoint me as a person that's who's like super techie but I'm like it's just excel like come on just Google the answers kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, can you do a spreadsheet that does this? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, how does this work? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> um, so yeah, I can't say so much, I guess, my race. Um, I think just because of the, the opportunities, but especially with my age, I think. But as you guys already commented on that already. Yeah. What, what about you guys? I mean, it's hard, right? Because... Mm. They're not going to like say something race related over the phone. No, they're not going to go out of the way and be like, and send you an email about it or 
Well, no. actually, do you want to talk about your comment, your email? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I think Remember? I sent it to you on the chat. Oh, maybe I overlooked it or I forgot okay. about it. You can share it now. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I was talking to one of the recruiting agencies and our conversations had, like, our conversation had ended the night before. Like, there was no need for her to, like, go out of her way to email me. But then she, what was it? Let me get the, let me get the thing. <laughs> she said, so you know the, on Google, whenever it's like some famous person's birthday or like, it's like when. It's doodle, I think it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently it was Dr. Michiaki Takahashi's uh, birthday. And he's, I don't know, he's a. He's the one that developed the first vaccine for chickenpox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she took a screenshot and sent it to me and she said, did you see this Google or did you see this on Google today? Any relation? Like she, like this was not attached to like our work related oh, email. Oh my goodness. I thought Lynn asked that question as a joke. I thought no. it was like between you two. <laughs> no. I email no. her work email. I'd get fired. I'd definitely get fired. No, I don't I don't know. I, I think I wasn't like looking properly, but oh And then she was like, right. it's an impressive last name, right? I'm like, just because we have the last the same last name, are you assuming that we're related? I was so tempted <laughs> yeah. to just say like yeah, it's my grandpa. I'm so proud of him, you know? <laughs> but I had to be professional because I know, like, you don't know who's going to be looking at my emails. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah. But I did tell her that Takahashi is, like, one of the top three common last names in Japan. <laughs> as, what like, a side say? note. And she was like, oh. I think she was like, oh, there's, like, something to learn every day or something. She, okay, I think she's, like, an older lady, though. But I'm not giving her an excuse because she's a little yeah. lady. But I just didn't want to give her a hard time that day. I was feeling nice, which is really <laughs> rare when I get comments like this. But <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny. Mm. Yeah. Every, but like ever since I started working at this company, I feel like people just want to know. They want to know if I'm Japanese or not. Like I don't know if that – like I don't know how that satisfies them in like any way but they see my last name and they're like oh what where's that what 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 country like what is that from like what what's your background I'm like do you why like we're literally talking about who to hire who not to hire (laughs) how how does where do I come in in this conversation Mm. they also they always put son at the end of my my name which makes me really uncomfortable because I don't do that to everybody else. Right, right, right. But yeah. wait, so are you... Oh, never mind. I'll ask this in a... <laughs> you, you, can, can you can cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Are, are your colleagues white? Yeah. Oh. Most of them. Some right. of them, like, high, very high up people are Japanese. Mm-hmm. Like, executives and, like, CFOs and, like, VPs or I, whatever. I love it when people say, like mrs like for example like miss takahashi san it is just basically <laughs> like because san is basically the same Mrs. as like yeah. as an honorific right so it's like miss 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 takahashi yeah. i don't know it just makes me laugh 
but I think they just um, don't know what that means yeah. and they just put it because but yeah I think it's it annoys me that they put sun at the end just for me wow. though they don't put it for they don't put it for anybody else like mm. why do you put sun maybe they're trying to be respectful respectful oh man oh wait your white like s-a-n yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, i mean it's not weird. i know and they that's don't because so whenever i get cc'd in their email they don't do that to anybody else but they do also oh, it's me. like for example like dave john asaki son well they wouldn't they wouldn't do that <laughs> but i know that they don't it, it's just to me though when it when the email oh. is just to me they put asaki son or Takahashi-san. Like, oh, I don't. I wouldn't like that. I feel like I'd feel like they're taking the piss. I know, and I've never asked them to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes me uncomfortable a little bit. Mm. My I team see. doesn't because that 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 gets really weird. But like whenever I communicate with people from another like department or they just, they don't know me that well. They put that in there. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so just continuing. Um, oh, by the way, like, did you guys ever have, like, um, emails circulating about, like, COVID that made you uncomfortable a little bit or, like, anything related to that? I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, at my work, almost said my employer. Oof. Um <laughs> forgot we'll cut it out we'll bleep it out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they did like a a allyship webinar Mm. um ahead of not ahead sorry definitely we're not ahead but um a couple of months or of the month of the asian hate crimes that was happening and um it was nice i think Mm. That's all I can really did anybody say, but... like? Did anybody like reach out to you? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you, you wish none, they none did? Of my, none of my direct colleagues uh, joined either. Do you wish they did? We'd like I reach did, out. Yeah. Hmm. Was the idea of that allyship was that? Um, who who came up with that? So we have a diversity and inclusion committee so i'm assuming it's them i think Uh um but i didn't want it to be like non-asians who were to discuss it because like you wouldn't really understand what we would want kind of thing right yeah so they did have um asian colleagues across like the globe kind of thing discussing uh the topic which i thought was quite good and to be perfectly honest, it's such a massive corporation, they can't really afford to not do this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, they had a similar thing for BLM as well. Um, but yeah, how about you guys? Did you feel like... Um, did you feel like people's attitude towards you changed after that? No. Because none of my colleagues attended. attended. So the oh, colleagues right, that right. did attend, they didn't work with me. Oh, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Right, right. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, just wondered. Um, do you feel like there are certain stereotypes, or like, what do you think of the stereotypes of Asians in the workplace? And do you ever feel like 
secretly they're spot on. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the topics is like an Asian being quiet. I was about to say, yeah. Non-confrontational. Because I've got a team in Singapore. Yeah. And... I think the way they work as opposed to the London team are very, very different. Like, I, I, In my opinion, I think the London team are very are kind of like straightforward, very, I'm not going to say, maybe it's because I'm Asian, but I was like, they're pretty rude. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the Singapore team are like really, really nice, really polite. Um, I don't know what the stereotype is though, because I'm like in the middle, right? I'm Asian, but mm. I'm on the London team. So it's a bit mm-hmm. awkward. Hmm. I don't but know, I like, I guess, I uh, like, start, like, go for it. Yeah, I haven't seen anything that's alarming or red flagging or even amber, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion, anyways, that would stunt their development or growth. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? I guess, like, there's the stereotypes that Asians are, like you said, quiet or, like, super hardworking or, like, uh borderline or completely perfectionist or like they just or, or obedient I think yeah that's like obedient yeah. big one I don't know um if you feel like secretly you, that that's true <laughs> that you are quiet and obedient I don't I wouldn't say obedient because but I would definitely say that I'm more on the quiet side like in meetings I try like I don't it takes a lot of courage for me to like speak up in meetings mm-hmm. but because I know that that's like the stereotype you know of agents being like quiet and obedient like I try I want to like because I'm the only agent in my team mm-hmm. right so I kind of want to sh- be there and be like hey this is not how all Asians are like I want to be I want to show them that it's not like I want to break the stereotype <laughs> yeah I was just thinking <laughs> in their like, perspective but it's hard sometimes yeah, I, was just I feel thinking, like that's like, secretly true for me just being quiet yeah I was just thinking like to what extent is is it like a self-fulfilling prophecy you know that it's like because you're told or because you see it in so many different like whether it's film or TV or just people around you or people like your colleagues or your parents or families or friends mm-hmm. that you that you start to believe that you are also, you know, because you're yeah. Asian, you are quiet. And I think it takes a lot of effort to try and not be oh, something. Of, yeah. yeah, like kind yeah. of go against the I think it's just easier to be whatever everybody expects already expects you to be because that's just like why go out of the grain Mm. Mm. it's just easier I think I feel like yeah I personally feel like I am quite quiet at work though like but Mm. I don't think that's because I'm maybe it's because I'm a quiet person but I feel like the other people just too loud yeah like like they would just over talk they would over talk, they wouldn't let you speak, so I'm like, there's no point in me yeah. speaking if they're gonna over talk. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, overpower the conversation. Sometimes there's not even a gap to like quickly, you know. Yeah. They just something. keep talking and they get louder. 
Okay, I don't know if that's, it might be because I'm both Asian and a woman. Because mm-hmm. it could be both of those things or one or the other, but... Um, do and you have any female colleagues who do that? Um, who speak loudly. Yeah. Or other yeah. Asian. Yeah, or other Asians. <clears throat> I don't have any colleagues that I work in the London team that are Asian. All of the Asian mm-hmm. colleagues are all from all in Singapore. Whoa. Um, that I work with. There are there are Asians in London. I just don't work with them directly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Lindsay, only Asian. <laughs> and all of London. <laughs> yeah, all of London. I am the singular Asian person. Be my friend. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think it is a cultural thing, though. I think um, with the differences between... I think Asians and like Western societies, they just very interact and communicate very differently. Like I worked in a Japanese bank as well, so I, I saw like even just the male Asians quite quiet mm-hmm. and not as, you know, abrasive or mm-hmm. loud and etc. Whereas um like I, I would work with Western women and they're very some are very, very loud, mm-hmm. some are very mm-hmm. quiet and just let them let the men talk basically. Mm-hmm. Um and I know, like, one of my feedbacks with work all the time is like, yeah, you can speak up. I'm, I'm trying. I am trying. No yeah. one's listening to me. I just remembered something um, from the previous question, one of the previous topics about, um, like, not the bamboo ceiling, but, I mean, it's not, it's not really a bamboo ceiling. It's just, like, um, something that our office in Tokyo actually, like, came, we, like, kind of bumped into a problem mm-hmm. because the company... So the company is trying to be like all like as inclusive as they can, right? Which means that they're also trying to be inclusive to like other minority groups, like LGBTQ groups yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to make everything gender neutral, like in terms of how we communicate to each other and how we communicate to our clients as well. Mm-hmm. So like they proposed like in... Um, in like internal communications uh to not use like mr and miss so this is this is within your company not like for yeah. your clients okay, okay okay no 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 just like for a company mm-hmm. um and then potentially for clients as well right. like um because like in europe or in america like that's becoming slowly like a norm right mm-hmm. um so they're trying to make things more gender neutral um which means which meant that um they proposed that in Japan we get rid of the sun or like summer um, when we address someone. Isn't that gender neutral though? Well, that's what we were saying, but they said like it's, but they were like, it's, it's the same as putting, it's like an honorific, which means for them, it's the same as saying like Mr. or Mrs. Okay. And they were like, so we want to get rid of that. And there was this th- whole thing because, like in Japan, we were like, we cannot get rid of that Not because if that, we yeah. get rid of that, then you're just going <laughs> to lose all your clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and so I thought that was quite interesting that, like, there are cultural differences that um, clearly they don't understand. Yeah, that doesn't like relate, and it just kind of made me realize how much, how far away they are still. Like, you know, yeah. both, both like physically, but also. It'd be nice if they could have at least maybe researched it 
before like kind of like you know saying yeah. no like they, I mean at one point one of our like one of my colleagues sent a letter to the people who are implementing this rule and they came back saying no like you're wrong and it's like no we're not wrong like we we live in Japan and we're from Japan so how are we wrong yeah yeah you know so that that was something that I just remembered that happened a few months ago anyway so what did you guys end up with I don't actually know I think it's still ongoing Mm. but who suggested it um the people like at the top I think at the board because they want I mean it started from the diversity and inclusion team I think because they're trying because of gender neutrality Mm -hmm. but I don't think there's any Asians in that team oh okay so there's like someone from the Tokyo office but he's not Asian but yeah it, it was a bit strange that that's like the one thing that was kind of stood out as like a sort of strange incident Mm -hmm. but I don't actually know what happened there (laughs) on maybe it's still ongoing but we haven't really been updated on that but yeah I think they should just keep it I don't see the I don't see the gender behind yeah nor do I I think that's no when I think when I hear that I I can use like you can use that for anybody yeah, but I think it's like I think for them they thought the higher, like hierarchical, or is yeah, it like, or they they thought that it's we use it in the same way as Mister and Missus. Like right. if you take away the son, you're basically just calling someone by their name, right? Yeah. So I think that's why they thought that it might be like a similar thing. You're gonna but, have to um, change like the whole Japanese culture if you yeah. want to do that. Is, is son um gendered no no it's not okay no i thought it wasn't yeah 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 so it's yeah it's it's weird but i mean so that's the thing right like you have to understand that it's not gendered otherwise you would like that's like kind of look it up first yeah (laughs) i think one google search maybe like a two minute google search would tell you that it's not gendered but yeah yeah anyway um, yeah, so just going on to the last thing and maybe like an open discussion at the end is just what would you tell your past self about this whole employment job situation? <laughs> I would tell myself to take my time before finding my first job. I definitely like rushed. I don't like, I don't regret it because I like where I'm at right now, but I did, I feel like I did rush into it because I didn't really have, like when you're in college, you're, you know, studying, you're doing all your assignments. You don't really have time to think what you want to do with your life. But that's when I was, you know, looking for a job. So I didn't really have my like hundred percent focus on that. Um, so yeah. I don't know if like I don't know what I wanted to do when I picked my degree. Mm. I just picked it assuming it would be like a good degree. I don't really have like a vision of what my career was gonna go down though. Yeah. So 
I may I wished I looked into it a little bit more or like the schools encouraged like more career focused like oh if you want to do this like you know yeah. what are your interests etc it was kind of like I just had to just figure it out by yourself I don't, yeah. I don't regret anything um I don't regret anything but I don't know I don't know what the advice is I'm not gonna lie to you yeah I would also I like maybe I had a little bit more structure in my life at a young age <laughs> Yeah, and then again, you know, young, free, and wild. So, I feel like you. I feel like you're very structured, though. Just in general, you have things like yeah. I I mean, you you like structure, huh? I don't like things being out of structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like. It's true. So, like, I think amongst the three of us, I feel like you're (laughs) probably the most structured. Bloody tyrant. Um, I don't don't know about my young self I feel like mm, I feel like this is a therapy session I need to have to think about it it's my homework (laughs) oh on a side note actually so like so completely um, off topic but I had a blood test (laughs) (gasps) I know I did ask for it but they didn't test it like that's what I'm saying in in, like (laughs) Oh in my UK, gosh! In the UK, they can't just test for it. Like it's not okay. It's not okay, it's just so frustrating. Oh. I'm like, please, it's part of my podcast. <laughs> you not just, just did you did you like ask them if you, if they could do it? Maybe I did. I did okay. ask, and she said, "Oh, we're not actually testing for that." And I was like, oh. "I bet they can't do it. They just." Ugh. I'm gonna. You got me so I'm gonna, excited. I'm going to try and call the doctors that took my blood before. <laughs> I love the effort surgery. you're putting into this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We know we're going to be right, though. What if you're wrong? Then I don't believe it. That's not true. This is, blood. <laughs> this is proof that the blood like test character doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> yes. but, um, yeah. Very quickly, I think I would say to my younger self, um that it's okay like I I, because I think in the end like I didn't really do things the conventional way and like even now I literally just got a text from so basically this person like this friend um messaged me and I hadn't spoken to her in like since graduating and she just messaged me saying like are you working right now and I think like (laughs) I think like people now have like this image like this I don't know, people think that I'm not working and I don't work and I just do whatever I want to do. <laughs> Which is like, what do, they, what do they think that you do to like, to live? Well, I mean, I think that's the thing like in Japan, like, <clears throat> like working, working at an NGO is not considered work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Or like, um, working is equals working at a company. So, yeah. Like, so and if I you're think not they working, see it as more volunteering. Yeah, and if, and if you're not, work. and if you're not like working at a company, then you're like completely out of society, like what society expects. And like, mm-hmm. anyway, so I think, <clears throat> and like, I have no regrets either, and I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. But I think there were times when I felt like I rushed into doing something, yeah, because I felt like I had to, and then those things never last very long 
Yeah. And I think like I would just tell my younger self like it's okay. It's okay if people think that you're a failure. <laughs> if you're a societal failure um or like you know whatever they say like it's okay yeah. you do things in your own time. But I I things. feel like from my perspective you already thought that in like college and I I got that vibe from you like you don't care. Um, you know, like I, I think it was more, I, I do care about what other people think. I think that's like something that, I mean, without making this into a therapy session, but it's a very, (laughs) it's, I don't, I don't care what they think of me necessarily, but I care about like pleasing other people. So Mm -hmm. like, I care about that. So if what I'm doing isn't something that like, that other people can accept then that kind of bothers me a little bit but mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> me being okay with it is has always tended to be like a little bit more powerful than that but mm. it does get me down sometimes though like when <laughs> when people like so many people are like what are you doing like are you working like yeah are you alive like how are you living yeah. these days like that's none of your business yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I am working thank you very much or like when they sound really surprised yeah and it's like what do you what do you expect <laughs> I would I would also say to myself that okay so I like majored in like two very different things like physics and sociology mm-hmm. and one of the reason why I wanted to keep with sociology and like uh, physics was because I wanted to prove I don't know to who I guess to myself or to the society <laughs> that like a girl can, you know, get a physics degree, a physics degree and get a job in the STEM world and just all that, you know, I think mm-hmm. I just wanted to prove that to somebody. Mm-hmm. And, but like my senior year, when I was doing my senior thesis in like the physics major, I realized that's not what I really wanted to do, but I was like so conflicted because I really wanted to prove that, you know, I can go, I could do it. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it. So (laughs) I wish I could, I wish wish I could just tell myself, like, it doesn't like you have, you don't have to prove anything. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) There's, you know, and just do whatever (laughs) you like doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I yeah I, I did spend a lot of time like just in that STEM world, which when you, when you I, enjoyed, I enjoyed. I enjoyed, mm-hmm. but I feel like I could have explored more in other fields if I realized that I didn't really have to prove this <laughs> to the society or to myself or to my family or you know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, any more for any more? <laughs> no, no, I'm still thinking about mine. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. Let's keep. Let's let 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 Lynn have her think. All right, can... I'll I'll put it in the therapy WhatsApp group. <laughs> if you want to connect with us, you can find us at our Instagram at Asian Narrative Project. And if you want to share your stories, send us a message. We look forward to hearing from you. And in the meantime, tune in for our monthly episodes and make sure to share it with your friends.